what up? Welcome to Kicking with Will. My name is Will. Happy Friday. Um, today we'll be talking about um, Baruch de Spinoza, or commonly referred to as just Spinoza. Uh, as you can probably hear in my voice, I am quite sick. Um, I have a stuffy nose and I've just been feeling very poor um, recently. And this is a new... Um, I know, uh, what was it, like, a couple weeks ago, I was sick, uh, and I skipped an episode, um, and now I'm sick again, but, uh, I am not sick to the point where I can't, you know, I can't talk. I have a very groggy and stuffed up voice, but... Uh, I can still talk, and I'm actually pretty excited for this episode. I think Spinoza um, is pretty cool, and and I think he fits well um, with where we are um, in the the podcast, at least, Um, because Spinoza uses a lot of things that we have previously talked about, namely pantheism and stoicism. Um, He's not necessarily a stoic, and I'll get to that later um but some of the ideas that were discussed in that episode and also in the episode where i discussed pan i think it is the same episode yeah i think that was the stoicism episode where i did pantheism and stoicism so um before you uh listen to this episode i I would like you to listen to the stoicism episode because i think that um spinoza sort of builds off of stoicism but in a in a different way um, there's a lot of parallels, but they're most certainly not uh, not the same. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm back. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do a cut here. I'm just going to use the music. I'm going to just try it out. Um, you know, use the music all the way through. Um, so, one thing about Spinoza. Uh, he was one of the three most famous modern rationalist it goes Descartes, Spinoza, and then Wittgenstein um, I already talked about Descartes but I'll probably talk about him again just because he's so impactful uh, and I'll also talk about Witt- Wittgenstein at some point because he is also impactful um, and one thing that I was thinking about earlier uh, you know there are these like big names in philosophy that are basically you know if you're going to talk about philosophy you're going to talk about these people um because the 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 whole like study of philosophy and the thoughts that have been made are can be you know attributed to this the select group of people um whose names are you know immortal uh and Spinoza is most certainly one of them you know um like Nietzsche Kant uh, Kierkegaard, Socrates, Aristotle, uh, Plato, Schopenhauer, uh, Hegel, you know, um, and and many more. You know, I, I could go on, and that's only Western philosophy. Yeah, me personally, I'm more of a Western guy, um, just because I can, I guess, relate to it more. Um, but there's like there's like a whole Eastern philosophy that I've never even. You know, well, I have dipped my toes into. I've I've done some stuff with Taoism and um, Confucianism, but uh, for the um, for the most part, I, I I am yet to explore Eastern philosophy. 
Um, and so there's this group of people, you know, in East and West that basically have built the study of philosophy. And so when I'm talking about Spinoza, right, I'm not just talking about some random guy. I'm talking about the Baracte Spinoza, right? And so it's kind of cool if you, you know, get into the mindset of this is something that's been talked about for hundreds of years and has had some pretty incredible implications on the course of history and the study of philosophy. Um, so that's high praise for um, Spinoza and for a lot of these guys. I know um, not everyone has the same admiration for these guys, um, but I think that, you know, um, genius is, is thinking about something first, you know, being the first thing about something because that's very hard to do. Um, but anyway, um, to begin on Spinoza, uh, he grew up Jewish in um, the Amsterdam, uh, or Amsterdam, not the Amsterdam, in Amsterdam. Um, he was in the, the Jewish quarter and he was very involved in, in, the, in the Jewish religion. His uh, ancestors were Jewish, his parents were Jewish. Um, you know, he observed all the Jewish holidays, um, you know, and, and did all the things that, you know, the good Jew does. Um, but he, he, he found himself disillusioned by um, the religion. And so basically he had these radical ideas that um, the, the synagogue didn't like. Uh, so they excommunicated him, banished him, and he, you know, lived out the rest of his days um, outside of the, uh, the church and the synagogue. Or, um, it's not necessarily civilization, but, you know, out of where he grew up. He was a, a lens grinder, lens crafter, um, which is pretty cool because that, um, you know, the lens really helped out um, like scientific discovery. So even in that, he was working against religion, um, but he wasn't entirely working against religion. Uh, so to begin, um, Spinoza was a um, a, pan- a, a, a pantheist. <laughs> And so I talked about that in um, the last episode, or was it the last, the Stoicism episode? I can't remember if that was the last one. Um, and my my buddy Cade um, brought to my attention that um, the Jedi from Star Wars are pantheistic because um, they think the Force, you know, is is basically the supreme divine thing, you know, and it's it's in everything. Um, so if it helps you to <laughs> Um, I guess understand pantheism and how it relates to Jedi in that it's you know basically the same thing if you think about God as the force um, in that case then you know that's pantheism basically and so what the three modern rash maybe not three I don't know about Wittgenstein I haven't done much with him but um, Descartes and Spinoza were both monists and so what a monist is, it, um, they think that, here's a, another vocab, vocabulary uh, term, a monist is someone who believes that um, the world and the universe is made up of one thing, right? And so there were uh, ancient Greek guys who thought everything was water. Um, I, th- I want to say Heraclitus on that one. I, I think he thought that everything was water and know some form of of water um 
he's in this the school of athens painting i think he's down front in purple uh, if you want to go look at that i think that guy was big on water but i'm not 100% but there were a lot of like you know everything's fire everything's earth um so that's the basic idea right amonis means um you know one or believes that there's there's one thing and so what um spinoza believed was the one thing he thought that this thing called substance right so this 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 substance make up makes up the universe and so what what substance is right um for something to be classified as substance means that its existence explains itself right so like um basically it's like a necessary thing right it doesn't have any purpose beyond its existence right so like this coffee cup here um its purpose is to hold you know hold liquid right it doesn't necessarily have to be coffee um you know it can be a paperweight it can be a weapon in some cases you know there's a lot of uses and purposes for this cup right so it's its existence doesn't you know it, it doesn't exist just to exist you know this this cup isn't just there right it has it has a it has a use right and so like something like decoration or like a statue right that may not have like a a practical use but like it's it's use or its purpose is to be is to be pretty right to to decorate you know and to make something appear um i guess more you know lavish or or what have you right and so if you consider all these different um you know things that we interact with on a daily basis um you find that basically everything has a purpose right a tree's purpose a trees aren't just you know there to be there you know they they have a function they they take um they take carbon you know they they make glucose and and oxygen and they make they basically keep us living you know and and rocks um you know the rock isn't just you know there to be there right it has some sort of purpose right and they help um you know certain species of of monkeys and whatever else open nuts or whatever they people do with stones right that has a purpose what substance is 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 is, is one you know it, it it's necessary so if you keep breaking things down this is what a lot of what kant did and what actually a lot of philosophers did they they take this coffee cup right it's a cup which is made out of you know this ceramic which is made out of um i don't really know like clay um clay is made out of you know whatever you know mineral elements and compounds go into that and if you break it down to the very very basic um building block of matter we get substance something that isn't you know whose purpose is to exist you know cuz like elements you could say are supposed to be you know made into things there's this one substance that can be broken down and it is the most basic of the things that we interact with and so um there aren't to spinoza there wasn't multiple kinds of substance there was one substance right and substance makes up everything and so 
um, this is sort of where the stoic elements play into it. Um, Spinoza was actually a fan of um, some of the stoics, Seneca. Um, um, he was he was a fan of uh, of Seneca and, and of, of of stoic thinking, and some of that plays into this idea here, where this substance is God, right? And so the general um, you know historical conception of God is this you know um, dude up in the sky, right, with like long flowing white hair or, or Morgan Freeman or, or, or what have you right but the idea is that God is a is a is a is a, you know, a, a, a male living up in the sky right detached from everything he's supernatural we can't you know tangibly be there with him right he is something that goes beyond the the confines of this physical world that we live in and so, well, Spinoza said, if God is infinite, right, if God is infinitely powerful and infinitely present, if he is everything, then, you know, we would have to be um, part of God, right? And so this is where the divide happens, right, between Stoicism and Spinoza. Because if you think that you are a part of God, right, if you think, you know, God is infinite, God is everything, God is substance, and not just, you know, this dude in the sky, if you think you're a part of that god then you'd be a stoic but if you think you're not god right if you don't think you are a part of god and you think god is everything um you know but you right well not necessarily that but like if you don't think you were you know your soul and your essence is a part of god then you would um think the way that, that spinoza thinks and so this substance Uh, he called nature, which he further called God, right? And so he said the reason why um, God is a dude in the sky, or at least the the historical conception has been it's a dude in the sky, because we take our form and project it onto God, right? And so, you know, uh, one way to think about this, right, If, if monkeys or, say, fish were, you know, um, functioning at the same level that we are, they would say that God is a monkey or that God is a fish, right? We, we simply apply our form on this supernatural being that, that, that um, you know, is responsible for the creation of everything, right? When you're reading a book and it says, um, you know, Patrick climbed the tree, you don't assume that Patrick is a monkey, right? You assume that that Patrick is a, is a dude, right? Because you're a human, and so if a monkey were to read that, he would assume that Patrick is a monkey, and that he's climbing a tree in in you know as a monkey, right? And so um, Spinoza is basically like detached the human you know projected element of God and made it so that you know God wasn't. <laughs> this supernatural being that's a that's a dude right god is the universe right and this this is sort of where his pantheism comes in god isn't one supreme being god is everything you know we we live in god god is you the universe and its laws right and so um Let's see what's next. So, 
So um, God is everything, right? And so um, the, this, this, this whole concept of prayer was um, not, not, to, not to Spinoza's liking. Because we're, you know, we're getting on our knees and we're praying to God to change the existence of things to our benefit, right? And so Spinoza said that that is, you know, narcissistic idealism, right? If you think that God is going to select you and change the very existence and fabric of, 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 of things to your benefit, you are misguided. So what what Spinoza called for instead of prayer, instead of asking for change and, and asking for God to change things for your benefit, you should work to understand the universe and to live in accordance with the universe and God and nature so that you won't have to ask him to change things because he won't, right? And so I say him and that's because, you know, like, um, I was grown up, or I was raised um, Lutheran, right? So I have that, um, you know, homo sapien in the sky conception of God, right? But when I say God in Spinoza's term, I should say it, right? It being everything. <laughs> um, so, again, that's sort of like some stoic parallel right we have living in accordance with nature um but in this case right we're just going along with it and so spinoza also thought that we have no free will um i don't know what exactly a fatist i'm not really sure a determinist i guess that would be a determinist um where you you believe that there is no free will and so this isn't you know some soft determinism right this is like <sighs> nature and god exists and you know we operate within the i guess air quotes software or like neural connections and the way our body works we operate within that right within what what nature gives us right what is given to us right we 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 live through that and um, you know, everything is, is, is wired, right? And we may have this delusion of free will, but in reality, there is no free will, right? Because if everything is, is nature and if nature gave us, you know, the body that we live in and the mind that we think, then, you know, um, how would it, how, how would we have free will? Um, if we were to have free will, um, we would need to be substance ourselves, right? We are, our existence would need to be explained by our existence. And so that brings up the whole, you know, purpose question, you know, the, you know, um, the, the, the universe exists, but why does it exist? And so, you know, like, um, if you put a, an atheist and a theist and you put them on a walk through this beautiful woods, right? 
they both would be like, damn, you know, this is sick, right? Like, the world is dope. So the issue isn't, you know, the world, it's it's the whole implications of the world, right? And so if the implications of the world are the world, right? If there really are no implications of the world beyond the world existing, right? In its being substance, then that should take away all the issues between, you know, what the implications and, you know, what falls from that of, you know, of, 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 of the world. I know that didn't really sound good. I guess what I'm trying to say is Spinoza takes away, um, the argument, right? Because like what he is doing is combining the spiritual and the physical, right? And making them one so that science is both a physical and a spiritual study in that it studies God and nature, right? And so he's fusing the two to create this, you know, not I don't want to say new religion, but this new way of thinking that takes away all, all the issues of um, that religion has has ran into and created throughout you know throughout time <laughs> and so you know I think that's that's I mean that, that, that's pretty cool I, I think that um, if you I think it's it's sort of hard to not really get into the spirit of it but like get behind it just because um we're so ingrained in this spiritual idea of of life and you know to i guess come on um i just oh i watched a video a while back on spinoza it was the i don't i don't really know i don't know what it's called but it's like the yellow background and like the black and white cutouts i'm not really sure what that um that channel is called but um at the end they they were talking about some of spinoza's shortcomings and so one of his shortcomings is that it doesn't take into account you know the the full range of of reasons why people concern themselves with religion right it's not it's not just to understand the, the universe and to apply meaning to it but because we're afraid of you know of, of the world right and we want to um, um, we do want to apply meaning to it but not because we want to understand it but because we're afraid of it um, and people you know concern themselves with religion because it's you know it's it's a it's a tradition and it's um ritual right and it's familiar and you feel like you are a part of something right there's all kinds of psychological elements that go into religion far beyond just trying to understand it and so that's where spinoza i think um uh that's where his um his issues i guess um come into play uh, but I do think that, you know, Spinoza's philosophy isn't all useless. I think it's like a, it's like a, a different stoicism. It's more of a, um, 
irrational stoicism and I, I think the rational element of it because like combining god and nature means that things like science and psychology and all these physical sciences aren't you know um atheistic right and isn't heresy right you are studying god and you're trying to get closer to understanding god because the goal isn't to um you know get or ask god to change the way of things the goal is to understand things though that you don't have to change things right you are already you know living in accordance with 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 the way things are so just just take a second and digest it i'm i'm doing that too i'm just trying to you know bask in the understanding I think Spinoza is, it's, I mean, it's a cool um, philosophy, and uh, I don't really think a lot of, um, well, at least the people I, 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 I think it's a, um, an innovative way to, to end the issues of religion by just combining everything, and, you know, just, I guess, in sum, what Spinoza is doing is combining, you know, um, nature and religion, right? And combining the two and basically saying, if we just, you know, just live, we will be doing both, um, uh, living in accordance with nature and living in accordance with the religion. Um, but, I think that does it for Spinoza. I never really know how to wrap things like this up just because, you know, I wish there was a, some cool one-liner I could say. Actually, yeah, let me look up Spinoza quotes. Spinoza quotes. I think, I, yeah, no, this will be cool. I'll end with a quote. how thin you slice it there will always be two sides that's pretty cool if you want the present to be different from the past study the past you know yeah i think that plays into his combining of nature and, and religion that would have been a cool one to use the more clearly the more clearly you understand yourself and your emotions the more you become a lover of what is more clearly you understand yourself and your emotions the more you become a lover of what is yeah that's probably the one that i would use because that wraps up you know all of his ideas right if you don't ask someone else to understand you know to change things and if you try to understand the way things are the more happy you'll be right because in any case, you know, God isn't going to change the fabric of everything just for your benefit, right? To help you. That's um, chaotic or 
know, if you think that, you know, God is infinite and, and all that, and if you're religious, then, you know, that doesn't, Spinoza is just a whole lot of mumbo jumbo, but if you think the way that Spinoza thinks that, that's how you become a lover of what is being, okay, I need to, I need to end this, <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what we're gonna do next week, I'm still yet to decide, um, but it'll be, or not next week, uh, two weeks, um, but I, I hope it's cool, and I hope you guys enjoy that, as well as I hope you guys enjoyed this, you are very welcome for making this, I hope I get better in two weeks, um, but until then, uh, have a good day, have a good couple weeks, uh, I'll talk to you guys later.